0: Hey everyone, welcome to this week's NFL Digest. It's your girl, Nora Natish, and we got nothing but some wild football to talk about. The week 13 was a hot mess. But before we get to it, I hope all of you guys tuned into my 100th episode of my V-Report, my podcast. yes. Yes. My podcast hit number 100. I am so excited for multiple reasons. One, I go on vacation starting tomorrow. You guys to be hearing on Thursday. So she's on vacation starting Friday. But I'll still be breaking my podcast for one more week before we get to our winter break. Christmas break. I'm calling what it is. My Christmas break. But I'm on my vacation from work I'll be like covering finishing up all of my my own business deals and stuff I gotta take care of for my foundation and everything so your girl is real excited but y'all better check out my 100th episode man just again thank you all for just having my back and just rocking with your girl from day one all the way from my first article to my 100th episode of my podcast. This is a two year this is actually it's been three years I've been in sports game doing my thing and making my own way so yo thank you for real. I know a lot of you guys love my info digest because I talk about just football and just a few things but I, before I could begin I had to just let y'all know that my my podcast both of them are my baby. My info digest, digest it's just a section of my report where I just literally focus on football but this stuff is very important to me and again all goes part of all the work I've been doing to get myself in the door for the sports industry so thank you guys so much for all your love and all your support and just continuing to listen to me each and every week like it's it really is an honor a true honor but let's get to week a week 13 NFL man Woo. let's get to our first game we're going to talk about the Cardinals versus the Bears the Cardinals beat the Bears 33-22 Kyle Murray he's back here, ladies and gentlemen he threw for 123 yards complete 11 out of 15 of attempts and had 2 touchdowns James Conner led in rushing yards with 20 carries for 75 yards and he also led him receiving yards for two receptions for 36 yards and one touchdown. Andy Dalton had one heck of a game here, y'all. He threw for 229 yards, completed 26 at 41 of the attempts, had two touchdowns, but oh my gosh, four interceptions. Yikes, yikes, yikes. The leading. The leading rusher for the Bears was David Montgomery, with 21 carries for 90 yards and one touchdown. The leading receiver was JaKeem Grant Sr., with five receptions for 62 yards and one touchdown. Cardinals pretty much took, took over the game early in the first quarter and just kept that momentum all the way to the end of the game. DeAndre Hopkins caught a 20-yard pass to Kyle Murray. Yo, D Hop's bad. Kyle Murray's bad. Y'all right now that means the Carlos are smoking hot, which resulted in a touchdown. Matt Prater kicked the extra point, making it 7 to 0. At the end of the first quarter, Kyle Murray had a nine-yard run, which resulted in a touchdown. Matt Prater kicked the extra point, make it 14 to 0. Let's get to the second quarter. David Montgomery had a one-yard run. Which resulted in a touchdown got the Bears on the board. Cairo Santos kicked the extra point, make it 7-0. Towards the end of the second quarter, James Conner uh, caught a 23-yard pass from Kyle Murray, which resulted in a touchdown. And then Matt Prater kicked the extra point, make it 21-7. And that's how we went into halftime, y'all. But busting out of the third quarter, we got Matt Prider kicking a 33-yard field goal, making it 24-7 to at the end of the third quarter. Oh, you're going to hear a name you haven't heard in a long time. Jimmy Graham caught a one-yard pass from Andy Dalton, which resulted in a touchdown. Um, Cairo Santos' his point, making it 14-24. to Down by 10, going into the fourth quarter, runs game still. However, the Cardinals took a Took that time to get ahead because the game of the fourth, Matt Pride kicked a 25 yard field goal, putting them up 27 to 14. Then Kyle Murray had a three yard run, which resulted in a touchdown. Murray went to go throw a pass for the two point conversion, which was no good, which left us at 33 to 14. With two minutes and 45 seconds left on the clock. Joaquin Grant Sr. Uh, caught an eight-yard pass from Andy Dalton, which resulted in a touchdown. Andy Dalton was feeling real good. He trying, you know, to you know, try. He's having a pretty decent game, after, especially at the four interceptions. He's trying to bounce back and get himself together. So then he throws uh, a pass to Jimmy Graham, which was good for the two-point conversion, putting the Bears 22-33, which Ended up being the end of the game. Shout out to the Carlos for going now, going 10 and 2, and the Bears moving up well, not moving up, but very much staying static at 4 and 8. The next game I want to talk about, which is this game. I'm going to talk about this game because yeah, shout out to the Lions. They got their first wins. So I, can't, I can't hate on it. Can't hate on it. Can't hate on it. The Lions beat the Vikings 29 to 27. And let's get to it. Kirk Cousins threw for 340 yards, completed 30 out of 40 of his attempts and had two touchdowns. The leading rusher was Alexander Matson with 20, 22 carries, 90 yards and one touchdown. The leading receiver was Justin Jefferson with 11 receptions for 182 yards and one touchdown. Justin Jefferson, eight. Okay, I see you. Jared Goff. Yes, he got his first win. He threw for 296 yards, completed 25 out of 41 of his attempts, had three touchdowns and one reception. The leading rusher for... The Lions was Jamal Williams with 17 carries for 71 yards. The leading receiver was Amon Amon Ross Saint Brown, who did his thing. This young man ate during this game. I got to catch that. I got to catch some of this game. And yes, Brown was eating. Saint Brown was eating with 10 receptions for 86 yards and one touchdown, making some plays that was necessary. Well, I'll play with this. The Lions really gave it to the Vikings for the first half of this game. However, the Vikings were definitely made a comeback, but the Lions were able to capitalize on the victory in the first quarter. Greg Joseph the forty-one yard field goal, putting the the Vikings on the board uh, early, three to zero. At the end of the first quarter, um, Greg Joseph take the 31-yard field goal, making it 6-0 going to the second quarter. The Lions dominated the second quarter completely. The Vikings didn't even touch the end zone. Look at it, smell it. Didn't know where it was because the Lions were all over it. TJ um, Hawkinson caught a 9-yard pass from Jared Goff, which resulted in a touchdown at the beginning of the second quarter. Then Riley passed, kicked the extra point, making it 7-6. to six. Brock Wright Caught a 23-yard pass from Jared Goff, which resulted in a touchdown. Riley. Riley. Riley Patterson kicked the extra point, make it 14 to 6. With a minute and 33 seconds left on the clock, Riley Patterson kicked a 31-yard field goal, make it 17 to 6. And with six seconds left on the clock, Riley Patterson kicked a 41-yard field goal, making it 40. Sorry. 20 to 6. That's how he went into halftime. Still early in the game, still holding that half. We don't know what's going to happen. Again, it's the Lions, so you're kind of counting them out. I did. I counted them out. I can't say you're a lie. But that's how it turned out. Because then the third quarter, Greg Joseph kicked a 41 yard field goal, putting the Vikings up 9 to 20. Then Alexander Madsen had a nine yard run. Which resulted in a touchdown. The extra point was no good, which made it 15 to 20. Still, anybody's game. At the end of the third quarter, Riley Patterson kicked the 49-yard field goal, make it 23 to 15. Oh, how the tables got a little bit funky in the fourth quarter because then KJ Osborne Osborne had caught a five-yard pass from Kirk Cousins which resulted in a touchdown, making it 21-23. Kirk Cousins and company went for the extra point, which um, went for the two-point conversion, which would have tied the game up, but they were short. No good. However, with a minute and 50 seconds left on the clock, Justin Jefferson caught a three-yard pass with Kirk Cousins, which made it 27-23. to However, cousins would put a two-point conversion again, and it was no good. Oh man! With literally the time, the clock expiring, Amon Saint, Amon Ross Saint Brown caught an 11-yard pass from Jared Goff, which resulted in a touchdown. Which put the Lions up 29 to 27, which got the Lions their first victory. Oh, we have been clowning the Lions all season for 13 weeks. We've given the Lions a whole lot of grief, but this was an excellent game by the Detroit Lions. Jared Goff played and played very, very well, and the team as a whole. Great job to the Lions. They deserve the victory. Ah, um, the Vikings just have some of the worst luck. They are they are a decent team, but they just somehow find a way to just not pull out the victory in the end. They just don't. They just don't. So the Lions are officially one ten and one, while the Vikings are five and seven. So Norris Trash Game of the Week. Oh, there's some trash here, and it's smelling really, really bad. Really, 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 really really bad. And I'm going to take it all the way to Texas. The Colts versus the Texans is my trash game of the week. Only because, man, the Texans stink. The Texans are trickery, trickery trash. This was a disgusting game. A rebound game for the Colts. Shout out to the Colts because they handle business. But Texans, nothing works. Nothing works. I couldn't believe my eyes when when I saw the score. I was like, did I miss something? Did this happen? Yes, it did. The Colts beat Texas 31-0. Carson Wentz, he threw for 158 yards, completed 16 out of 22 of attempts, and had one touchdown. The leading rusher for the Colts was Jonathan Taylor with 32 carries for 143 yards and two touchdowns. The leading receiver was Michael Pittman Jr. with six receptions for 77 yards. Let's look at the Texas. Davis Bills was, he threw for 49 yards, completed 6 out of 14 of his attempts. Um, Tyron Taylor, yikes, yikes, yikes. Tyron Taylor threw for 45 yards, completed 5 out of 13 of his attempts. As a team, for passing yards, they completed 11 out of 27 attempts and threw for 57 yards. Ooh, that's some stinking nonsense. Stinky, stinky, stinking nonsense, okay? Let's, let's keep going, though. I, I can't. The leading rusher for the Texans was Rex Burkhead, who had eight carries for 30 yards, while our lead receiver was Brandon Cooks, with three receptions for 38 yards. The Texans were literally... All over the place. They just couldn't get nothing going. The Colts. This was literally. This is practice. This was a practice. You know, notepad practice. How it was looking the whole game. It was a notepad practice. It was just, eh. You no, know, y'all, take it easy. Just you know, be careful out there. Don't hurt yourself. Just be careful. Enjoy the game because it was a mess. The Texans were a hot, stinking mess. I have never seen something so pathetic in my life. However, we're going to talk about it. that's why the trash game week. week. So in the first quarter, Jonathan Taylor had a one-yard run, which resulted in a touchdown. Michael Bagley kicked extra point. They it 7-2-0. And then the second quarter. Because, y'all, yeah, like, it only for the first three quarters of the game, only one touchdown was scored per quarter. This is just disgusting. Disgusting football. Disgusting, disgusting football. Anyway, I digress. Because Ashton Dullen caught a two-yard pass from Carson West, which resulted in a touchdown. By the way, this is 43 seconds left on the clock in the second quarter. Michael Bradley kicked their point, make it 14-0. to In the third quarter, Jonathan Taylor had a three-yard run, which resulted in a touchdown. Which made it 21 to 0. In the fourth quarter. Yes, y'all. That's that's how trash this game was. Okay. In the fourth quarter. Michael Browley kicked a 23-yard field goal at the beginning of the fourth, which put them up 20. The Colts sorry, the Colts up 24 to 0. And then with a minute and 56 seconds left in the clock, Deion Jackson had a three-yard run, which resulted in a touchdown. Then Michael Browley kicked the extra point, making it 31 to 0. Trash 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 this game i i could not have been a texas fan in the stadium watching this game i'm leaving i'm leaving i'm leaving right the third quarter i'm like yeah. it's 21 to 0 we ain't we ain't touched the end zone we ain't even look at the end zone we don't know what it looks like i'm going home because that's ridiculous absolutely ridiculous and ooh, so yes the Colts versus texas was Norris trash game of the week When we come back, we will talk about one more great game. And then we'll talk about, oh, my favorite game of the week, where it got funky and funkadelic. But we'll be back right after this. And welcome back, everyone. Again, if you're someone interested in starting your own podcast, don't know where to start, you should look at Anchor. Anchor is the best place to start your podcast because you can do a number of things on the Anchor app. You can record your podcast. You can edit your podcast, add sound effects, add music to it, publish it. And that's it. You can do everything you need to get your podcast out to the world all for free. So under Anchor, you can make these podcast dreams that you have been wondering and wondering how to make it happen a reality and the best part is once you publish your podcast it doesn't just go to anchor it goes to a variety of podcast generators also including apple and spotify so if you're ready to make your podcast dreams come true all you need to do is sign up, up with the anchor app download it today and start recording and that's it and then you're a podcaster okay so we're gonna go to game number four We're going to, a bonus, I will mention, the Rams won. And I know everybody's like, "Uh, don't care. They're supposed to beat the Jags. That makes sense. But hey, the Rams haven't been, you know, give it like they're supposed to give. But they did beat the Jags 37 to 7. So I wanted to mention that. But the next game I wanted to talk about was the 49ers and Seahawks. This game was very interesting. I did not see it actually going the way it did because the Seahawks have been struggling for pretty much, pretty much most of this season. Russ came back. And he wasn't the same Russ as he was before, but, ooh, this game was a little bit different. So let's get to it. Jimmy G threw for 299 yards, he played 20 out of 30 attempts. He had two touchdowns, two interceptions, leading rusher for the 49ers is Elijah, Elijah Mitchell with 22, 22 carries for 66 yards and one touchdown. You already know, George Kittle, that's his guy, landed receiving yards with nine receptions for 181 yards and two touchdowns. Russell Wilson, he threw for 231 yards, completed 30 out of 37 of his attempts, had two touchdowns and two interceptions. Travis Homer was the leading rusher with three carries for 80 yards and one touchdown. Oh, you already know that man, that man, that man. Um, Tyler Lockett led in uh, receiving yards with seven receptions for 68 yards and one touchdown. If you were looking at this game at halftime, you were like, ooh, we got the ball game because this was a good, this game was good. That's why I had to come back from that trash game with some goodness because this was a good game. It was evenly matched the first half. The third the third quarter pretty much, this is crazy, decided the game. The third quarter decided the game because the fourth quarter, both teams did not show up at all. They were both like, yep, we can only give you a good three quarters and we're done. That's it. <laughs> That's all they can do. So let's get to it. The first quarter, Travis Homer had a 73-yard run, which resulted in a touchdown. Jason Myers kicked the extra point, making it 7-2-0. George Kittle caught a 24-yard pass from Jimmy G, which resulted in a touchdown. Ruby Gold kicked the extra point, tying the game 7-7. Elijah Mitchell, at the end of the first quarter, had a 2-yard run, which resulted in a touchdown. Ruby Gold kicked extra point, making it fourteen to seven. In the second quarter, Ruby Gold kicked a fifty-yard field goal, making it seventeen to seven. Then after that, Adrian Peterson, yes, Adrian Peterson, AP, yes, him himself had a one-yard run, which resulted in a the touchdown. Then Jason Myers kicked the extra point, making it fourteen to seventeen. George Kittle with a minute and 48 seconds left on the clock caught a 48 yard pass from Jimmy G, making it 23 to 14. Ruby Gold went for the extra point, but it was no good. However, with 12 seconds left on the clock, D. Askeridge had caught a 7 yard pass from Russell Wilson, which resulted in a touchdown. Jace Myers, kick extra point, make it 21-23. Oh, we got some heat going into the um, halftime. I remember catching this game. I was just like, well, this is a good game. Now let's get to the third quarter. Jimmy Garoppolo gets sacked. Yep, that happened. In the end zone, by Carlos Dunlap, which, guess what? ties the game with a safety. Just a good defensive play by the Seahawks. Terrible offensive play by the, the um, 49ers. The game is tied 20-23. Then with 2 minutes and 28 seconds left on the clock, Tyler Lockett catches a 12-yard pass from Russell Wilson which results in a touchdown. Jason Myers gets the extra point making it 30-23. to 23. And that's pretty much how the game goes to the fourth quarter. Neither team gets the end zone, which is pathetic. Because especially after the first half, which was really dope. It had, it had me hyped to just it be so anticlimactic. Boo. Boo. But that is the end of the game. Which puts the Seahawks now are at four and eight, while the 49ers are at six and six. Now we're going to go to Norris game of the week. Norris game of the week. Because I was actually very excited about this game. I really, last week, didn't know which way to go with this game. And it's going to be the LA Chargers versus the Cincinnati Bengals. I couldn't pick because both teams have been surprising me in different ways all year so far. So... Yeah, this game really shocked me because I honestly thought I ain't gonna hold y'all. I, I really thought the Bengals were going to win. Yes, that's the fact. It's a fact. I thought they were, but they didn't. The Chargers beat the Bengals forty-one to twenty-two. But Justin Herbert he threw for three hundred and seventeen yards, completed twenty-six at of thirty-five of his attempts. He had three touchdowns and one interception. Austin Eckler was the leading rusher with 14 carries for 59 yards and one touchdown, while Mike Williams was the leading receiver with five receptions for 110 yards. Joe Burrow threw for 300 yards, completed 24 out of 40 attempts, had one touchdown and one interception. Joe Mixon Mixon was the leading um, rusher for 19 carries for 59 yards and one touchdown. T. Higgins, T. Higgins, cute. Whoa, uh, what mate? y'all go back and look again. The child don't know. a child. I'm a child. <laughs> he um had nine receptions for 138 yards and one touchdown. So this game here, okay, I just expected more from the Bengals, but I was very excited about this game. That's why I made it my game of the week because the charts really shocked me here. They really, really shocked me. I really, really thought the the um, The Bengals had it. But it is what it is. Keenan Allen, again, he's like the fancy pickup that you need every single year because he never, he never fails. He caught a four-yard pass from Justin Herbert, which resulted in a touchdown. Dustin Hopkins went for the extra point, but it was no good. However, to redeem himself, Dustin Hopkins then kicked a 43-yard field goal, which was good, making it nine to zero. Kean Allen had caught a, um, caught a seven-yard pass from Justin Herbert at the end of the first quarter, making it a touchdown. Justin Hopper kicked extra point, making it sixteen to zero. So Bengals are having some t- having some trouble getting on the board. However, in the second quarter, things changed. But before that, Jalen. Um, Guyton catches a 44-yard pass from Justin Herbert, which results in a touchdown. Chargers are putting them points up early, baby, because then Justin Herbert throws a pass to Keenan Allen, which made the two-point conversion a success, making it 24-0. However, Bengals are, want to get back in this game because right now, Nora is bored. Absolutely board and let's get to it so t higgins did catch the 29 yard pass from joe burrow which results in a touchdown however evan mcpherson went faster point but the kick was no good then joe burrow at the end of the second quarter Goes for, a, runs for six yards, which resulted in a touchdown. Evan McPherson kicks the extra point, make which um, made it 13 to 24. In the third quarter, we got some Bengal comeback here. Evan um, McPherson kicks a 48-yard field goal, which was good, making it 16 to 24. All right, all right. Here's the time. This is the moment. This is the moment where you can change the game. Joe Mixon has a seven-yard run, which results in a touchdown. However, Burrow and Company went for the extra uh, for the two-point conversion to tie the game up, but the two-point conversion was no good. And like leaving it 22 24 However, for the rest of this quarter, neither team. By the way, this is a seven minutes. In ten seconds in the third quarter, neither team was able to get back to the end zone <sighs> until the fourth quarter. Because in the fourth quarter, um, T- oh, man, Tavon Campbell catch, um, oh that was a good, shout out to me. Campbell catches a sixty-one yard bomb because of a crazy fumble, and then he returned. No, I'm sorry, he didn't catch the. I read that wrong. He did not get a 61-yard bomb. He actually capitalized off of a, a very, I remember this, very ignorant fumble <laughs> uh, from Dustin Hopkins' kick and takes it back 61 yards for a Chargers touchdown, making it 31 to not Dustin Hopkins. I am mixing these people up. From a terrible uh, fumble, Dustin Hopkins gets the extra point making it 3122. Sorry, y'all. My brain just completely left and then came back and framed that sentence. And that was embarrassing. Okay. With um the next next possession pretty much, Austin um Eckler had a one yard run, which resulted in a touchdown because tch, after right now, Justin Herbert was all over this. Field this fourth quarter, he was marching his men back and forth because he he probably heard of the reporter. We'll see. I don't know, but he knew that there was a lot of doubt in how he was playing this year. But he definitely changed that vibe because he marched the team down in the field, which Austin it was able to have a one-yard run, which resulted in a touchdown. The Dusty Hopkins catched the extra point, making it thirty-eight to twenty-two with a minute and 10 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Game is pretty much a wrap because the um, Bengals are not doing anything on offense. Offense completely shut down for the rest of this game. Um, Dustin Hopkins picked a 43-yard field goal, making it 41-22. And that was the end of the game. Shout out to the Chargers for, you know, shutting me up because I was definitely getting skeptical. Um, Bengals, I expected more, but it is what it is. Now the Chargers and Bengals both have records of seven and five. So letting you guys know what's going on in the the um NFL standings at this point, shout out to the New England Patriots because that's it right now at the AFC East. New England Patriots are number one. Then the Bills, Miami Dolphins, and those good old New York Jets. And A- the AFC North, we have the we have the Ravens, Bengals, Steelers. And then Browns. Oh, how the Browns have fallen! How they have fallen! In the AFC South, we have the Titans, the Colts, Houston, then the Jags. Oof, oof. If I am the Jags, I'm embarrassed because the Texans are horrible. And in the AFC West, you have the Chiefs, the Car—sorry, Chiefs, the Chargers, the Raiders, and those Broncos. Let's talk about the NFC. NFC East, oh, the NFC East, least. but shout out to Dallas because they are taking care of business. Dallas is number one. Then Washington, which has also been doing well. They are thriving. I love what i am seeing from Washington. I got to give it props. Props are given in every way. And Philly. Then my, oh, my Giants. I don't I couldn't even talk my Giants this week. I just don't have time or the energy to do it. So in the NFC North, we have the Green Bay Packers. The, um, wow, the Vikings are number two. Well, that's because, also because the NFC North division is pretty, pretty pathetic. Because then you have the Bears and then the Lions. Shout out to the Lions for your first win. Gosh, shot them out for that. That's insane. So then the NFC South, we have Tampa Bay. Oh, okay now camera company because then we have the Carolina Panthers Atlanta Atlanta Falcons and then the the Orleans Saints poor Saints they don't deserve to be at the bottom it's just 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 bad timing bad circumstance when the and then with the NFC West we have the Cardinals the Rams the 49ers and the Seahawks so now it's time for Nora to give you her picks for week 14 So let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. We'll start with Thursday Night Football right after you listen to the NFL Digest. Catch your pick of the day. Because the Steelers taking on the Vikings at 8.20 on Fox NFL Network. And I'm going to go with the Vikings. Vikings here. Steelers are not trustworthy at all for me. Even though they were a better record, I'm going with the Vikings. Let's go to our one o'clock games. We're going to our Ravens versus Browns. I'm going with the Ravens. Browns have been not so good. So I'm going with the Browns. Oh, sorry. I'm going with the Ravens. Ooh, goodness. The Jags versus the Titans. Going Titans, Titans, Titans. Raiders versus Chiefs. Chiefs, Chiefs. Chiefs. Saints versus Jets. Ooh, this is going to be a messy little game here. A messy little game. But I'm going with the Saints. There's just... I, I could not... I just don't see a way. There's just no way. So I'm going with the Saints. Cowboys versus Washington. Ooh, a good rivalry game in in Maryland slash Washington, D.C. I'm gonna go... But the team I'm just I just think it's a better team. I like that the Washington football team is they play hard. I love that. But gotta go with the Cowboys on this one. However, I would love for Washington to beat the Cowboys. I'm not gonna lie to you. But I gotta go with the Cowboys. All right. Falcons versus Panthers. Another division game. Both teams are five and seven. Um Falcons can never capitalize good Pull out a full win on unless the team is completely horrible. And let's hope that Superman cams here. i, I ride that cam, so I'm gonna go with uh, Panthers. Seahawks versus Texans. I'm going with the Seahawks. If the Seahawks lose to the Texans, I don't, I'm, I don't, I'm done. I'm done with the Seahawks. If they lose to the Texans, I'm done. I'm just done. Lions versus Broncos. Broncos. Giants versus Chargers oh chargers i am done with the new york giants right now i'm done i uh, if they win hooray if they don't i know okay um 49ers versus Bengals. i'm gonna go with i'm still i'm sorry i'm gonna go with them i'm going with the Bengals. that's gonna be a good america's game of the week oh another good america's game will be the bills versus the buccaneers Ooh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Bucks on this. Um, the Bills have not been playing too well as they were playing at the beginning of the season, so I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna go with the Bucks. Bears versus Packers are a son Our sun, our, sun, uh, our Sunday night game. I'm going with the Packers. Monday night football. Rams versus Cardinals. This is going to be the best game of the week. I already feel it. i Am going. With the Cardinals because Kyler Murray's back, and I'm going to be enjoying every ounce of this game. So, yes, y'all, that is it. That is it with your week 13 um, NFL Digest. I hope you guys enjoy week 14's games. There's a lot of good, you guys heard my, my view Report, a lot of good things happen with NCAA football, but also, don't forget to check out on Saturday the Army-Navy game. You need your college football. There it is. There it is. And that's it, y'all. Again, have a great week. I'll uh, see you guys next week for week T3 NFL Digest. Y'all continue to take care. Stay blessed. Oh, and I can't forget, um, right now I'm still doing my fundraiser for my foundation, the VL Foundation. We're still selling wine. We're gonna push this fundraiser all the way into the new year because we need to get the money for the children's scholarships. I'm trying so hard. No, we will have five scholarships this year. I'm claiming it now. I'm praying on it. It's going to happen. We're going to raise the money to give out five scholarships in, in um, June. So I am just overly excited about all of that. And I hope that you guys help still support and buy wine and have my back. So you guys continue to take care. Have a great weekend. Stay blessed. Stay safe out there. COVID still real. Bye.